Good morning and welcome in to the Brass Ring Media Podcast for Friday, October 6, 2023. I am Zach Haydorn. That is Tyler Sage. Tyler, what's going on, man? Welcome into hey. our free show uh, of the week. Yeah, good to be here. <clears throat> As I take a sip of coffee and now I'm all congested because dairy is bad for all humans. Um, <laughs> so yes, it is, uh, it's good to be here. I got my Thug Life shirt on, so I'm ready to drop some bars i'm not do not take me up on that i cannot rhyme at all so um but yeah excited to be here excited to talk kind of bizarre world uh you know kind of an evergreen episode from the layout if you look at the title right cm punk yeah. talk cody talking uh about or C- cody going up against a rival <laughs> brand on a specific so night of good. the week you know it's kind of just uh... like a perfect circle of wrestling talk today so good to be here it's a perfect circle of wrestling talk. We got a lot of good stuff um, coming up. We're going to talk CM Punk and the the news that broke this morning that he's in uh, negotiations, discussions to uh, join WWE again. Uh, we're also going to talk about the big uh, wrestling battle that's going to take place on Tuesday night next week, AEW versus NXT. What it means, who's going to win, uh, and everything in between. Um, but first, uh, just take care of some business here. This is the Brass Ring Media Podcast. This is our free show. We do a free show uh, every single week right here on YouTube. You can check it out live here and also after the fact as a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, anywhere and everywhere. You can download the audio there as well. If you like what you hear here uh, on a weekly basis for free, you can join um, our Brass Ring Media membership. Uh, and uh, that, that that sentence didn't make sense. But you become a Mass Brass Ring Media member. Uh, and for $4, you get um, an extra podcast. You get all of our pay-per-view um, post shows. Um, you get exclusive columns from both of us and others on our Brass Ring Media Substack, um, And you also get access to our Brass Ring Media Discord world, which has been um, really a fun part of this whole thing. We're just a little over a month old here. Um, and... Uh, and, and going strong. So we hope to earn your business and we hope you give us a shot. You like what you hear. Um, I will make sure to give you, uh, give you uh, your, uh, your money's worth. Uh, Tyler, any, uh, any plans for some, some interesting content this week on the old brass ring media feed? Yeah. I mean, like we talked to, if, if anyone watches us on the SE scoops podcast or slash show, whatever we officially call that, you know, I'm not good with branding. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I got my uh, comparing wrestling to Terminator 2, Judgment Day, or the Terminator series, and like the John Wick thing. That analogy I made kind of on the fly. Definitely going to do a deep dive to compare that. And so if you want to, uh, especially if you're watching wrestling this weekend with a group of friends, you can really bust that out and really look like a... Uh, really I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say smart. I'm just say, I'm just going to say like <laughs> interesting because it's kind of like a out-of-nowhere analogy that people are like, okay, cool, man. It, it'll really work on a specific group of people, but uh, I've also been re-watching Dragon Ball Z. You're a little older than me, and by little, I mean, what, like four years older than me? So Yeah. What are you, 34? Yeah, uh, I'll be 34 in April, yeah. So, okay. So I'll be 30, um, five years. I'll be 39. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't know if that hit for you the same way it did with me. A, a couple of years makes a huge difference there, but I've been re-watching that, and that is very much wrestling in a nutshell. So that might be another future you know, who's the Goku of wrestling, who's the Vegeta, etc. So I think it's like a good way to do heel turns and face turns. <laughs> they do that really well in that show. So um, so so little tease for maybe November's article. 
there as well. There is um, nobody writing more interesting stuff than you, man, on, uh, about wrestling. And uh, the, the the Terminator column is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to read that. But the only way you can read it, got to become a Brassery Media member. Subscribe on Patreon right now. It's $4.00. Patreon.com backslash Brassery Media. We'll have um, coverage uh, this weekend of WWE Fastlane um, and uh, and a ton more. So we will hope to earn your business. And thank you. Comments are open if you guys are watching us live. Thanks to everybody who is tuning in live here. Get your comments in. We always like to get a good discussion going. Um, and uh, as we as we talk um, some specific topics here, it'll be fun to get um, some outside perspective. But let's um. Let's start off with the news that's making the rounds this morning. And it's 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 kind of a it's a doozy. <laughs> and if you haven't heard uh, what the news is that I'm talking about, um, Dave Meltzer and House of Wrestling are reporting that CM Punk is in talks to join WWE. And it's, quote, unquote, a safe bet that he will be at WWE Survivor Series when it is in Chicago. In a little over uh, a little over a month's time, so boy, some things have a weird way of coming full circle, man. Like I, you know, you look at like your what CM Punk's debut in AEW was like, and the framing, how he framed that up uh, with that yeah. first promo, and how hey, I, I I left wrestling in two thousand and five, and in twenty twenty one, I'm coming back. Yeah. <laughs> And now it's 2023. And so it's, uh, you know, and now, you know, going back to, to WWE. Yeah, to leaving wrestling again. To leaving wrestling. You know, leave yeah, wrestling. I left wrestling in 2020. Or I went to wrestling in 2021. Now I'm coming back to not wrestling in 2023. Hopefully he right. leans into that because that, that's going to be a meme of all memes right there. So It is. And I, I you know, I can't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. um. Man, in some ways, it's just that is CM Punk in a nutshell. You know, just I, I, I can't tell sometimes. You know what's just complete BS and what's you know what's really in this guy's head. But it doesn't matter. Reports indicate that he's coming back to WWE. When you hear that, you know what do you make of it? What do you make of that that news? Well, you know my Tyler take on it is that AW Dynamite, like per capita, is like the like the best receipts of pr- past promos. Cause you know, people are not scripted in their promos. Right. So there's the, I assume you saw it, punk on commentary talking about jungle boy when that all happened, but he's like, no one could have an issue with jungle boy. He's like the nicest guy in the world. Like, you know, oh, yeah, like you're right. crazy. You're crazy. If you have a beef with jungle boy, it's totally aired, on you. If you've had a problem with that. Guy. Yeah. 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 So that aired immediately. And then what you just brought up with, uh, you know, leaving or coming back to professional wrestling, like, and then there's stuff with Cody too, which we'll talk about where he's like, you know, saying we don't go head to head with company, you know, with, with another company on their, whatever their developmental show. And now he's doing that. So it is like an incredible amount of, of source for calling people out because they're speaking the truth that they feel at the time and then going back <laughs> and not doing that. So, so that's my initial take, but my real take here beyond the business aspect of it, which I don't think is good. I think I'm I'm similar to Edge or to Adam Copeland coming to AEW, which I'm a little more bullish on with the with what happened Wednesday. But like I'm in a similar boat where I don't think WWE needs it. But I certainly hope that the energy is there for people like me and you and people across the industry and, and people that watch the show consume a lot of wrestling to bring that same energy that we were for 
you know, I, I just hope it's like doesn't get brushed under the rug that this guy is a total locker room cancer and a horrible guy to work with. Like, I hope that narrative doesn't change. I know that's what he's trying to do here more than, you know, probably get the money first and foremost. But rehab his image, I think, is a close second for his ego, at least. Um, and if it's like all hunky dory and everything works out and you don't hear anything like I, I don't want the narrative to be like, hey, AEW's a train wreck and WWE, they got their stuff together just because it might be there's things in place. And, and that could be an argument, too. But the guy itself, I guess, is what I don't want to change. Right. Like, I don't want the narrative to be like, oh, Phil's a great guy now because he found the right place to work with. He works with adults, et cetera. He's still that guy. So I just, I'm just looking for that narrative and who's going to be spinning that narrative of like, oh, WWE is the place to go if you want to, you know, do all that stuff. And the argument there is not like, yeah, does WWE have those things in place? Yes. But is CM Punk the person, not a total POS and a someone that you don't want to work for and has killed his legacy? You know, I don't think that will change no matter what he does in WWE. But the main aspect is I don't think, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze on all the baggage and what does he bring you in ring as a talent. We'll see. I could be wrong, but I think it's more of a pop in Chicago and uh, feels like something they could hold on to in like a year from now when they're post-Roman and need a big pop as opposed to just doing it right now. So I think it's kind of strange timing all around, but it's also hard to argue like to not do it. But, you know, if I'm, I don't know who's making the actual ultimate decision now, that's an interesting question, right? But um, if I'm Paul Levesque, if I'm Vince McMahon, I don't want to do it. If I'm Ari or whoever's, on the top of that food chain, maybe I see it, but um, I just don't see who makes this decision. It's like, okay, we need to absolutely do this right now because he's not going anywhere else and he's always going to be available. So it's kind of a strange, like super confirmation in the middle of like a super hot run for the company that could derail it. So I'm, I'm not pro it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I'm a little, I think I'm higher on it from, from, a, from a, just a wrestling perspective. I think you're totally right on like the narrative, like, this um, has all the makings of, you know, CM Punk, the guy wanting to, you know, make good on his, you know, legacy for his ego and make a lot of money. I mean, that's that's what this is like, like um, from from his perspective, you know, I'm sure. Yes. Does he want to have fun wrestling matches? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't doubt that. It's just I think, you know, I think he looks at WWE now as. Oh man, you know, I had, you know, I was in this, I was in AEW and couldn't make it work. And so now the narrative is going to be, it's going to be what you don't want it to be. Like, I'm pretty like certain of that. Like, I think it's going to be punk is he's so happy. He, this place is <laughs> run by adults. There's a hierarchy. Everybody's, you know, everybody has, you know, um, knows where to go for what they need and it's buttoned up and it's, What's amazing about that from a, from like a, you know, someone who's seen Punk's entire run from like the small Chicago's here to mm -hmm. WrestleMania is that what that type of thing, like I know where to go. The leadership's in place. This is, this is good. This uh, communication is smooth. Like all of that is stuff that like, you know, he, he hated about WWE when mm -hmm. he left. Like, like there was no communication. We didn't know who to go to. Vince was horrible, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and now, you know, you know, he's kind of crawling back and it's a, sure it's a different ish WWE. Um, 
I think, I think, um, you know, I think some of like the ruthlessness, he was one of the last guys to face like the ruthlessness of, you know, the, the Vince McMahon wrestling business. Like I remember being at Starcast and he's on the stage um, talking about uh, just his career. And, and, and someone told him that Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins were took time off for his for their uh, honeymoon. And he was like flabbergasted. He could not understand. He's like, wait, they were, they got time off for that? They got like, you know, and so I think, you know, he's walking into a different WWE as far as that kind of stuff is concerned. And he'll be a part-time guy, I'm sure. He's not going to have to wrestle as often as. So, I mean, I think a, that's going to be the narrative. I think like in, in, in six months time, you're going to be like, damn, that's, he spun the hell out of that thing. <laughs> And now, because yep. I just think that, you know, he's, that's, I think the goal of this, like, and it, it will be unfortunate because I think still he's, he's a, he's going to be all the things that he was. And I, I, I maintain that even if WWE signs him and even if he has a good run, he won't like, I don't think he'll ever get the, the adoration from fans that he had prior to returning to AEW. I mean, that I think was forever lost based on how, um, uh, based on how that, that whole thing with, with AEW went down as far as the, the, the wrestling side of it though, I, you know, there are a lot of opponents that he could, that he can work with and, and make, and make some good money. I mean, like Cody's out there, Seth Rollins is out there. Roman is out there. Um, those are like the three, the three, um, the three big ones, but I, my, my thought more than more than like his actually wrestling matches is I think that there's like a, like a whole like content, you know, bucket that, that they're going to be able to do around CM Punk. I'm talking like, you know, Peacock stuff on his return, a huge documentary that, that they're going to do about, you know, about him and him coming back something with you know with the UFC maybe there's like you know some kind of integration um mm -hmm. integration there like I see more from that angle than I do oh Punk's gonna go on a huge run in, in main event WrestleMania I don't see that happening like I just don't see him you know in that in that slot still <laughs> to this to this day um but you know, when, when you think about all the other things that WWE does and all the other things that they're responsible for now in terms of like generating revenue, I mean, they can lean on him and his story for a ton of that stuff. Um, so I'm a little bullish. I'll, 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 uh, I'll, I'll wait and see, I'll wait and see on, on that stuff. But I mean, does punk versus Rollins punk versus Reigns, punk versus Cody, does that do anything for you or, or no? So, you know, take into account, too, we're on a different form of media here, but I have a big personal disdain for CM Punk, the performer. Maybe not the person. I like. Mm -hmm. I think him and I agree on, like, a lot of social issues. But, like, so take all this with a grain of salt with me because, like, I'm trying to analyze it. I think you're probably right. Really, the, the, real an the real analyzing of it is that essentially WWE and AEW traded Adam Copeland and CM Punk. It's really what's happened in this yeah. last week, right? They're yep, feeling yep. the same need for both companies of feeling fresh legend matches that's going on, right? That's like the on paper analytical, like boring 
spreadsheet Correct. approach to this is, is what Correct. this is. But, you know, all that other stuff is like, you know. So when you ask me the real question, I want to like, I don't want to assume anyone's going to get hurt, but like the CM Punk to you, does that strike? Like, obviously, yes, he's probably going to be working, what, six matches in 2024? Is that like your over-under? Yeah, I'd probably maybe six single, six yeah. singles matches and maybe like twelve matches total. Yeah, right, something like right. that. Yep. So, a couple TVs know, probably, and a couple of big pay per views. Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna probably stay healthy working that amount of, as opposed to what you're doing in AEW. So, but you know, I, he's got to prove it to me that he can hold up in those matches physically because he's not proven that in AEW in this current run. And um, so you know, but yeah, I mean, I think there's lots of good talking opportunities. Obviously, him and Seth. You know, I, that's I think that was planned in a, a long time in advance. Now that you watch that video, right. who's the source? Who's doing the interview? Is what I ask everybody. Not to get conspiracy Tyler here, but you know who's doing that interview that everyone's going to reference that Seth was talking about Phil being a cancer is our great our great friend who broke the story. Right, so very interesting. But um, so you know that seems like good, that rem- good memory. Here. That's a good, good oh. Good. Yeah, you know I'm like the watchdog for our fellow comrades yes. in the business, and I met Nick at Survivor at SummerSlam. Great guy, so I'm not trying to like burn that. I'm just trying to tell you like, if I was in Nick's spot, I would do the exact same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So don't ever say I sold out, right? So because uh, <laughs> I totally will. So it's not even gonna hurt me if you say that. But um, so you know that seems like that's on the table. Him and Cody, you know they never met in AEW. You can kind of do some pseudo story there to to like now they're the major leagues together. I'm sure they interacted at some point, you know, back in the day. But and then, you know, him and Roman post him and Jay. I think all that can work. Also, like the one thing we haven't talked about here is like the one pro, you know, obviously all the stuff with WWE being a real company and AW being like a little bit of a mom and pop shop from the way it's run. Right. You cannot argue that. But will WWE force Punk to be a heel, which I think is his most effective trait as as a professional wrestler. Right. You get past the initial cheers. And you force him to do to do a character. I think he's much more effective, and I think I see him as a heel doing a lot of stuff with, you know, with Jay, with Seth, with Cody, um, as that antagonist that loses and is kind of that gatekeeper for maybe up and coming um, faces. But you know, one other thing, if I can get my last bit of ranting on CM Punk here before we continue further, two things: we got to get a new CM name, right? He's got a million CM monikers chick magnet being the original one right so is this corporate mark <laughs> or corporate man punk so you know we'll, we'll workshop it but corporate man you know, punk i like corporate it. man punk i think is what i'll call him i like corporate mark as well that's pretty funny <laughs> you have to understand so one of those two and then also what does mjf say about the devil and i guess christians as well you know it, it, the greatest thing he ever did was convince people he didn't exist like i think sam punk is the devil of the wrestling industry so. <laughs> Uh, so for, for real. So do you, okay. So <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, I'm trying to find a comment here because uh, Sean is in our chat and, and hello to Sean. Hello to Brandon. Hello to Zach. Hello to everybody else. Who's, uh, who's joining us. Thank you for doing so. And thank you for uh, getting the conversation going. Um, trying to find. Okay. Here's some Sean punk. Won't be able to cause the problems he did in AEW in WWE. This is where like, I, where I, where you talk about like the narrative of, of punk coming back and like this, this idea of like the devil mm-hmm. and punk being that for the wrestling industry, <laughs> like I, I think Sean's right. Like, you know, and it's bizarre to say 
because Punk, all he did in WWE in that first run is cause problems, you know, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's weird to kind of say that, oh, he, you know, we won't be able to come back. But like in AEW, like Punk was a big fish in, you know, a semi big pond, right? Mm-hmm. In WWE, he's he's like, you know, a top he's a star. But I don't, he's not anywhere near, he's not going to have the type of focus that he had on him in, in WWE or in AW, excuse me. Like he's going to have like the edge focus, you know, where he's there. They make a relatively big deal about it when he is there, but he's not Roman Reigns. He's not even, you know, he's not going to be John Cena. I don't think they're going to frame him as, you know, on that level, anywhere close to that level. He's probably not, you know, getting the attention that Seth or that Becky you know, uh, or that Charlotte, you know, gets, you know, I, I, so it, 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 it'll be interesting to watch him like have that taste of, of, uh, of the humble pie because, you know, he, he left the situation where he was unquestionably top dog got treated like it and that didn't work for him. And now, you know, he's going to have to fall back in this situation and be a, you know, a regular sized fish in a, or bigger than regular sized fish, but in a humongous corporate pot. And he just is not going to stand out as much. And I, maybe he won't matter because the checks are going to be so thick, but there's nothing in punk's history that would tell you that that wouldn't, that that wouldn't matter. But I think a WWE more so than AW is just like, can afford to say, Hey, look, we'll bring you back. This is going to be fun for our fans and we're going to make some money with you. And we're going to do all this content. But the minute, you know, we're not, we don't, we don't need you like AW needed to make, you know, a whole another show for you. So, you know, Punk, if you mess up, like you're gone, you know, and you're out. And I think like that uh, WWE being able to kind of flippantly just dismiss any Punk stuff because of like that attitude. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it easier. I mean, if he wants it to be, it's going to make it easier for him to to survive in that environment. But he, I don't think he's coming in and, you know, working Roman at WrestleMania. I just don't. I just don't see that as, you know, something you do if you're WWE. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I mean, so agree with you 100%. I also think, you know, we never see contracts in, in, in wrestling. I don't know what that, you know. I guess they're still independent contractors. That's why we don't see contracts for, yeah. um, for a publicly traded company. It seems odd, honestly. I guess I'm not a shareholder, so I guess I have no gripe there. But um, you would think that that is public knowledge of all the – I guess they have a line item for all the salary. I guess mm-hmm. that's all you are, are owed. But definitely that contract, knowing WWE, TKO, et cetera, like there's got to be some – not a morality clause, but some sort of like – being a good employee clause of like, if you post shit on Instagram that is labeled as, you know, disruptive to the, you know, rowing of the boat of the corporate part of parent company, then, you know, you're, you're done. You're fired with cause, right. You're not getting any of this money that you're owed. Right. So that's assuredly in there and that's the leverage that they have. And obviously like they have nothing but leverage on, on punk of you burn the bridge with the number with the only other place in town. So it's here or nothing. And, you know, if you want to do commentary for the big boy, for, for our pro company, you know, our other company, UFC, that used to fight for, like, we also own that. So we own 
everything you want to do career-wise besides yes. writing comic books or whatever. We own all of it. So you're going to be a good soldier. You're going to smile. You're going to take losses. You're going to be that, you know, Brock Lesnar spot, the Goldberg spot uh, for our company, the edge spot, whatever have you. And you're going to smile and you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, you're going to be gone and we're not going to pay you and you're dead to us. I think that's kind of, you know, they're not going to say that yeah. explicitly, but um, it is, that's, that's, that's all the leverage they have. You laid it out politely and nicely. Um, but I agree with you that that's like why you're not going to see him in that spot. You're going to see him maybe, be, maybe, you know, he'll have the CM Punk match at WrestleMania, right? So if Seth loses the title, him and Seth at WrestleMania, yeah. that could even be the headline of night one. That keeps him happy. That's that's a big spot for everyone's happy, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, him and Roman's not happening for the title. Punk is not going to be, you know, a world champion. He might be the secondary world champion at some point if you needed to make that belt feel a little bit more special, but then he'll go back to punk ways and not main event shows with that title. So I think that'd be a funny little poetic thing there too. So, but yeah, I agree with you hundred percent is what I'm trying to say. And I think they will totally neuter him and he might be pissed behind the scenes. And even if it leaks, I'm sure that is an issue for him and his contract. Yes. And, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're so. going to play those games. Like I don't think yeah. that they're not going to play Just, those games. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. That's what AEW yeah. should do everybody etc like that's the one thing if you're running a company you want to be taken you know you want to be the you know not everybody's friend right it's like parenting right your your parents act like your what's what's the like because you're not their friend right now where they are in life you want to be their friend when they're adults right but right sure. now you're their parent and that's kind of like well, within reason right but yeah. like that that's kind of the wwe for AEW. like they have a five-year-old and they're like all right, buddy, don't eat the whole pint of ice cream. And it's two in the morning. You got to go to school tomorrow. And they're like, no, I want to stay up. It's like, okay, well, that's what you want to do. You know, that's kind of the AEW right. approach. And the WWE's like, hey, it's nine o'clock. Get to bed. Yes. I don't, I don't want to hear it anymore. So that's kind of the difference between the two. So. Yes. Can you come over and tell my kids that? That, that sounded good. That sounded that was yeah. nice, good and firm, firm uh, instruction. Yeah. You're, you're hired. Um, cool. We're okay. So that, so that said, and I and I agree. Well said. Um, let's get. I want to get to some comments here. Tracy, hello. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here. Always good to see you uh, in the in the in the chat. Um, it uh, where, where where is this where is this darn uh, this darn thing? Well, I'll I'll find it. But my okay. My question is where you know if you're Triple H mm -hmm. and you're bringing back and you're bringing back CM Punk. Like, what are you what are you lining up for him between Survivor Series and WrestleMania? Knowing, like, fantasy book it a little bit, like knowing mm -hmm. knowing that like you may, because I think it's very similar to Edge. Like, you bring him back, like do the big stuff, and then mm -hmm. then whatever you're playing with the house money after that. Um, how would you build like his arc to WrestleMania? You know, at that at that point, assuming he stays healthy, you know, are you are you going right away? Like you're going to do, you know, Seth at Survivor Series and then Roman at the Royal, at the Royal Rumble and then you know something else, Cody at WrestleMania when Roman <laughs> works the round mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. um, like how 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 are you how are you positioning him to make sure you you know to, that you can get the most out of him, but also, you know, I. 
I don't know. Like, I just don't see him as being more than that kind of top-level utility player, like a Goldberg. So he's going to get a lot of wins, but mm-hmm. then he's going to lose a big, you know, a big match to somebody. Like, how, yeah. Like, what what trajectory are you are you are you putting him on? Yeah, I mean, I think I would do the similar. You know, I'm not having to fight Lee Moriarty and and that sort of stuff. We talked about with Edge on the on the Tuesday show, but right. like. AJ's healthy, right? He's always mm-hmm. kind of up and down for me. So, like, I think that could be a fun little entry feud if you did it on TV. Depends on what you use him, right? Because I don't think he's going to do anything at Survivor Series besides appear. Unless right. he's yeah. like, uh, you know, unless they do a traditional match and he's the fifth guy, which I think would suck. So, hopefully they don't do that. But um, but then he's got to be the sole survivor or else, like, why the hell did you bring him in? So, um, yeah. but, uh, or, or a duo survivor with somebody else, maybe him and Seth or something. But, um yeah i think something like that or like if you want to have that little quick baby face run at the start because he's going to get the, the big pop maybe like nakamura right off of that it's kind of scratched the itch for that hardcore fan that wanted to see these ultimate matches from that era and you know yeah because uh, yeah him and aj never was that that same rumble that was his last rumble was that aj rumble or was that the one after I think oh, no, that years. was a couple after that was a couple a couple after. after yeah so like yeah. you know they've never interacted i think that'd be a fun like you know for like the hardcore fans and you can slowly build him up, get wins against guys like that. And then, yeah, he's in the rumble. And if it's, if it's rock and if it's Roman, then yeah, him and Cody makes a lot of sense. If not, then him and Seth make a lot of sense at WrestleMania. But, you know, I think you got to keep him. If you want to use him in a spot like that, you gotta, you do have to protect him. And assuming he's got two or three matches before WrestleMania, I think you go kind of that fan servicey thing of like, Hey, it's, I don't know. What's the pay-per-view? Is it Elimination Chamber this year? Do we know in between? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if it's like that, like if he's not in that, let's say, and it's him and AJ Styles for the first time ever in their careers, they're both in their mid-40s. That's like if you have five matches on a card, that can um, set you up for, hey, that's a really cool match. I'm excited just for that if I'm an AEW fan, right? Maybe not a WWE fan. But, you know, I think you slow play it because you're going to assume you have him for at least, let's say, two years. Um, and then you build up to those bigger matches, but like, you know, on that roster, I, anyone I want to see him against, I just don't see like him beating and how it helps that person. Right. Like, I think Drew should beat him if Drew's going to stick around. And I think oh, Seth yeah. should beat him at like two out of three times. If they have a three series match, Cody should beat him. Um, Roman, so it's like, obviously. yeah, Roman should beat him. Jay should beat him. You know, am I missing anyone, you know, here, Gunther, Gunther should beat him. If he's a baby face, yeah. like that might be an early, like him and Gunther before he turns heel. So it's like that thing of like have some neutral baby face, baby face, and then like maybe some some baby face heel stuff. So yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, it's AJ, Nakamura, and like Gunther is his first three matches. Then he fights someone big at WrestleMania and he wins two out of three of those or something. I think that's what kind of run he's looking to do. And it's more just that I certainly think he's a raw guy. I, I wonder what you think there because they're not worried about SmackDown numbers at all and it's three hours. So, yeah, him he's more important for filling 15 minutes with a promo every week than than anything in my mind. Yeah, it's really I I I kind of this is going to sound like maybe this is going to sound like totally whacked out crazy. But I I kind of think you need to like pl- bl- blow up like the CM Punk character kind of in, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Because, like, look, like, in WWE in his first run, he could be, like, this anti-company, anti-guy, right? And that's mm-hmm. how he got over. In AEW, 
same thing. Like he was able to kind of carry that over and not so much be anti AEW, but he's in AEW, which is just like that company existing is like, you know, punk's gimmick, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in a much broader sense. Like that's the essence of that is his act. Now that he's back though, it's like, what are you going to say? Like, what are you going to talk about? Like, you can't, you know, like, what, how, you know, how are you going to phrase this up? So, like, I, I remember back, like, remember in 05 in, in Ring of Honor when he was, like, mm-hmm. playing up, like, corporate WWE and he signed mm-hmm. his, his WWE contract on the ROH yeah, World title. The belt, yeah. mm-hmm. So, like, some great, some great stuff. And I, like, I think he needs to find, like, a mix of that and, like, you know, suit wearing monotone Chris Jericho from 2008. Like, mm. I think, I think you want to find like a different, um, just a different way to present that punk character. And also you're not 30 anymore, you know, you're 45, you know, whatever he is. Like it's, you know, you have a different like perspective on everything. Like I, I, I don't think he can really effectively be like the young punk, you know, that he was when he left WWE. I, so I am looking for him to like, turn heel but be something a little bit fresher with 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 the character and then go on a similar run like that you suggested like i think you want him to work heel against uh seth rollins i think you want him to work heel against cody rhodes roman you know i i don't know i for roman like i i look at like roman reigns and like you know he's gonna need a match like a big time match at the royal rumble like a title match at the royal rumble Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, all right, if that's not Cody, you know, Punk could, because, you know, the Royal Rumble title matches, like, they want them to be big on paper, but really, they don't ever really mean all that much because because the Royal Rumble match is the is the big main event. So yeah. I think you could really do something there with Roman and, and Punk, and it's, you know, maybe it's before like a heel turn, you know, you do that first, and obviously Reigns wins, and, and you know, you, you know, but, but then you like, you've done that match. Um mm-hmm. But after that, like, I, I really think you need to, like, not, I don't want to say reinvent because that's too drastic. Just mature in this kind of punk character. And and because nobody's going to buy the anti-authority thing now that you came crawling back and, yeah. you know, are, are part of this big company. So I'd, I'd, I'd really be interested to see that. But, yeah, I mean, Gunther, that's a that's a that's a good first match out of the gate. Finn Balor, I think, is another one, like, uh, for Raw. You know, I mean, Finn Balor can work yeah, anybody, you know, um, even like, you know, Damian Priest, Dominic, like he could do like a whole series of matches with the damn Judgment Day. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I think you're like on the right. I think you're on the right path in terms of get him in there, you know, get this kind of like big pop stuff out of the way and then, you know, and then move on. Do you do you think that like a big I mean, in Chicago? Yes. Big pops coming for sure. The I think the events already sold out, but I mean just the mention of punk here in a WWE ring, I think would, would sell the building out. But I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, are teenagers right now that were really, really young kids when punk, you know, was, was in his prime in WWE. I mean, that's, you know, almost 14 years ago. Like, do you think he's had, the lasting impact where, you know, people are going to like come back to watch him. And then do you think this, the current punk character, if he doesn't change, will that appeal to like new fans that are watching him for the very, very first time? 
Yeah, I mean, that might be a good article idea because I'm trying to think like that gap. If you didn't watch WCW, it's very Hogan esque, right? And like, uh-huh. what were those numbers for like so Hogan came back as yellow and well, I guess he was, was he NWO when he first came back? No, like, no, he was, oh, no, 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 he's red he was, and yellow. Yeah. Okay. For a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and there's the Patriot and then NWO again. So, um, or Mr. Patriot, right? Oh, you're right talking name. back to WWE. I thought you meant yeah. WCW. No, yes. no, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. So from, from leaving WWF to coming back to WWE was he was NWO almost 10, when he uh, came yeah, back. it was almost 10 years, right? So he's not even that same character when he came back before he went because it was after Rock. It was after the Rock WrestleMania that he came back and because he had like has the whole story about how he had to get his stuff overnighted. His, his red and yellow stuff. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, so that's like a, not, not a comp as like, you know, Hulk Hogan is way more influential as a performer just from the, the era that he worked in the, oh, yeah. you know, the name ID and everything. Another one is like HBK, you know what? So we're talking like 97 to 2002 was the gap and he was mm-hmm. on TV occasionally, but you know, I guess what was the, did, did either of those impact when they came back? Did they impact ratings? to a level that they were before, you know, I think that that would be a, you know, you, you would take a 50% haircut on those numbers at, at best with, with CM Punk, but it's more like, how's the, does the show feel that very first show where he's going to come out and talk at, you know, the raw after does the show feel exciting or does it feel like a standard raw three hour slog? And not so much anymore, but you know what I mean? Like if you haven't watched for a long time and you turn it on and then you're like, get that awesome, opener and then you're like a Miz section where he's talking to Gable notice you're like okay well maybe this is not for me you know you gotta come like yeah. pretty yeah. hot yeah. in that first hour so yeah um so yeah I mean and I think the character too right like him doing the same character I think is not gonna be the most effective like you laid out and I don't know what that is but if you look a lot of you know let's say punks as in musician punks I think if you look at them in their older years they are the antithesis of what they stood for back in the day. They were oh, yeah. like the most establishment, rich white guy energy of all time. So maybe there's some yeah. form of punk to do that as a heel where he's like, you know, get off my lawn. Like this is not the real way to wrestle. <laughs> and like, you know, definitely when he's talking with Rollins, especially when they have their feud, he's like, you, you were brought up to defend me. So like, I'm your daddy, you know, something like that, you mm-hmm. know, it's definitely, definitely in the cards um, from a storyline perspective. And like, you know, he could be the like, this whole generation owes me, um, you know, a thing of respect and they don't respect me and I'm going to show, res- make them respect me, whatever. That's sort of like heel persona where like yeah. your anti fan establishment and yeah, your corporate, your corporate man punk. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. I, I'd be pro it and I'm, you know, not inclined to like that story at the moment, but you know, if there's good stories, I'll tell you. And if I like something, I like it, you know, Christian yeah. in AEW, I thought that was an utter disaster. Until he, you know, it was. Until, I mean, it was an Yeah, exactly. and now he's yeah. like the hottest thing in the company. Yeah, I mean, so sure it's is. like, so you know, things can happen, and I don't have anything against Jay, but um, you know, if something's good, I'll tell you, and if something's bad, I'll definitely tell you. So you know, that's that's where we are. Yeah, I think Sean here. Uh, there are some fresh matchups, but I want Punk as a heel if he comes back. I, I think yeah. that's inevitable. I mean, I really do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I think you're right, Sean. I mean, and thanks for the comment, but I mean, it's. It's the role that he's better suited for. Like, you know, um, let's go to some other ones. Brandon, I think CM Punk will get a fairly similar run that Edge had in WWE. I think, I mean, here's the deal. I think that's on the high end. I mean, I think yeah. an Edge run is on the high end of what to expect. I mean, Edge, he 
won the Royal. He had a huge match with Randy Orton that was less huge because of the pandemic. But I can only imagine what that would have been like at you know at WrestleMania 36. Yeah. Just I back. thought I thought it was the greatest match of all time, personally. But <laughs> well, is, did they call it that? I can't remember. Yeah, that was the branding of it. That's why I, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So you out sarcastic, sarcastic sarcasm to me. So, <laughs> but I mean, I'm even talking like the WrestleMania match. You know, like yeah. that would have been like huge if they if he mm. would have came back in a real WrestleMania environment mm-hmm. instead of with nobody. Oh God, what a what a time that was! What a mm-hmm. just a God. All right, never mind. Someday, someday, some podcast like this one is going to go back and watch those, you know, shows. Yeah, the whole we- era. With yeah. no like the ones that there's not a sound, yeah. There, Rough. it is god freaking awful. Yeah. Like, oh, anyway. So yeah, we just hear like the grunting, but uh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Can you imagine like taking a bump like that, like like with nobody there? Like, I mean, it, I've taken bumps and it is not easy and it hurts. Yeah, and like. Just with nobody around, like it's just it yeah. made it had to make you feel like why in God's name am I am I doing this? Yeah. Anyway, Edge got that. Edge got Royal Rumble win. Edge got WrestleMania main event. Like I don't think Punk's getting two thirds of that. I think he's going to get a big well, WrestleMania match. I don't think he's winning the Royal well, Rumble. I don't think he's going. Uh, I mean, game. whoever wins that is going to take on. The secondary world title, right? More likely than anything. Well, I mean, like main event, like last match Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, he could win, just like back in the days with two belts, right? Whoever wins the rumble, half the time goes for the secondary belt because that's the show they're on, right? Oh, true. Okay, you could, yeah, you yeah. could do that where he could win, but it's, if Rollins okay. is the champion, he takes on Rollins and then Cody and or The Rock or both. Take on Roman in the in the main event of WrestleMania, which is yeah. what I think they'll do. But yeah, yeah that could work. That yeah, that yeah. could definitely that could de- yeah. So I guess he maybe he'll get a Royal Rumble win, but like I still think you know the edge run. I mean, if he gets an edge run, that I think he would have to look at that and go, "Wow, that's that's more than mm-hmm. I probably you know deserve." Because yep. Edge's run was really great. I mean, hold on. He got he was given a lot from the booking perspective. I don't mm-hmm. I wouldn't call the run great, but he 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 was put in a position to be like a tip top guy. So yeah, he made the second most influential group in modern wrestling. Yes, uh, you know yeah. he, he found it. That's uh, that's that's something. That could be another way for a punk to come in and be a heel too. You know, mm-hmm. like. Get some yeah, get he, some of the young talent. Like, I mean, geez, like Braun Breaker. Like, what if he could have a group, like, you know, and kind of steward that thing? Yeah, um, another possibility. Really, yeah, like, oh, and, you know, Hayes, Carmelo Hayes is Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, so like you have all the young, not the young bucks, but maybe he'll call them the young bucks, you know, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, or like he'll be like the, his, not his elite squad. You know, I could definitely like see him leaning very hard into that if he, if he, if he had creative control, like, he would be like the punk elite squad would be like his group. So look at yeah. that. And then your my eyes will literally do like a 720 flip in the back of my head <laughs> twice. <laughs> Me too, because because but see, like that's the thing. I mean, obviously, like in WWE, you'll know that that was approved. Like there's no yeah. there's no way he I mean, yeah, we'll know if he goes into business for himself because I think yeah. he'll be gone the next yeah. day. Yeah. Um so 
but you know wwe loves that loves that needling you know mm-hmm. stuff like that and we'll keep following the punk story guys we'll talk about it all but let's talk more let's it's a perfect transition into the uh the war the wrestling war that we're going to see go down or a battle that we're going to see go down on tuesday night we have nxt on its day tuesday nights um going head to head with aw dynamite once again uh it's an ode to, to 2019 uh in 2020 and you know but it's a little bit different this time because you know for one thing aw's moving nights so they're going to move nights due to i think it's the baseball playoffs correct me if I'm yeah wrong it has to be because hockey starts well hockey starts but they're on tbs is this hockey air on tbs i don't think so because that's why they used to always move. So it's probably baseball, yeah. I think it's the base. Yeah, I think it's yeah. baseball. And um, so, you know, at AW, they're moving. And they announced early on, Edge, Adam Copeland is going to wrestle his first match in AW. He's going to face Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. Then you have WWE do the NXT show on Tuesday night. And they loaded up that show with main roster talent becky lynch is going to be on the show cody rhodes is going to be on the show john cena is going to be on the show uh asuka is going to wrestle on the show against roxanne perez um Braun breaker and carmelo hayes are going to wrestle to their to the two biggest nxt stars they're going to wrestle um aw follows that up puts out some big matches of their own you got ray phoenix is going to take on john moxley Big one, Swerve Strickland against uh, against Brian Danielson. That's huge. So you have like a, a pretty good battle that's that's taking place on on Tuesday night. I am uh, I'm all for this. I am all for this. 100 for this. I I don't. I'm curious to hear your thoughts because I don't. Um, I don't see the pettiness in it for, from WWE's perspective. To me, it's like, hey, you, AW is coming on to our day, and we want to win. So we're going to do what we have to do to win. And, you know, them as a company have the ability to pull other strings to get some really big talent on, on that show to ensure that they do. You know, if it I – don't, I don't see why you, wouldn't, why you wouldn't load that thing up. To me – it's all in the competitive spirit. I'm glad that AW pushed back and like, all right, fine. <laughs> You're gonna do that. Well, we're gonna put some huge matches up, and we're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna try to, we're gonna try to beat you. So, I, I, I'm completely fine with this. I think it's gonna make for really fun television on Tuesday nights. And um, you know, w- AW wants to be a competitor to WWE. Now they are. This is what that looks like, you know. Um, and so I'm. I feel like when I read social media, I'm more okay with this than than anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also like fully convinced that it that's the right way to feel. So change my mind or don't. No, I, I agree with you. So I will not. I will, uh, you know, we can do the debate club thing if you want me to, but that would be a hard stretch, I think, for me personally. Because like like you said, AEW moved to WWE's time frame, right? It's not like the other way around. And, and the big yeah. thing here for me is both companies, so the Raw – and the NXT deals are not decided for the next round, the next five years of contracts. The AEW stuff is weird. Like what they're they're right. Like, is that five year thing confirmed? Do I have that right? It's like the one no. thing I don't. Which one? Like, did, like their deal with uh, 
Warner Discovery, right? Like yeah. that's through the next four years. Like that's well, where they well, are. Or the, I think no, they're, right? they're done at the end of next year. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're both like on the same timeline. Yeah. And so like both these like whoever wins this is going to use this hard as a comparison of like if it's AW wins, they're gonna be like, hey, we beat WWE head to head in on this date. Like they're making X and Y. Like that's why we like we when we go head to head, we beat them. Right. And then same thing for NXT. Like this is our third brand and we beat the competitor by 100,000 viewers. So NXT is worth something. And if you want Raw, you have to take this with it. But it's also, you know, if it was his own company, it'd be the number two company because it beat the other number two company head to head. Right. That narrative, whoever wins is going to be used to get an extra hundred million dollars out of somebody. This is huge. For that reason, I don't think AEW loaded up enough for what it could mean for them. Like, I think MJF should have a title match on the show. Yeah, it has sure, not happened sure. for a long time. And you could have him and not Juice, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they have a friend, right? Or maybe you get Zack Sabre Jr. to come in and wrestle MJF or something, right? Like, you got to pull out something big here to get viewership because Cody and Oscar Wrestling and all that stuff is going to pull a lot of that big raw number over to NXT. So I think it makes sense for both companies why you do it. You don't want to lose. I'm. Do you know? Do you have NXT's numbers like off the top of your head? The last couple of weeks, NXT did like huge. Gonna... NXT did huge numbers this week, over eight hundred thousand. They beat okay. AEW last week. Yeah. So you know, I would I, I would incline to think that NXT will win just because of the Cody and Oscar factor and all the all the matches on, on display. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I think it'd be interesting. I, I like having both on the same night. We'll talk about when we do our other show on our other platform. Yeah, we might we might have to do it. We'll talk after the show, but might have to not be going on at a normal time. Maybe do a post <laughs> show for both. But um, so yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's good. And you know, I think AEW is at its best. Um, maybe not creatively, but like energetically, when they had to beat NXT week in and week out. And I don't think NXT was at its best, but I think, you know, competition is healthy. And honestly, too, as a fan, as I, you know, get older, my time is more limited. I would kind of love both two shows to be on at the same time. I'd probably watch both. You know, I'd probably have one on yeah. the iPad and the one on the TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would actually feel more informed as a fan as opposed to spending four hours watching both. So that's my selfish take. But yeah, I think it's totally fine. I think it's healthy. I think it's fun to do. If they did this once or twice a year, I think it's a fun, like, point for people like us to be like hey this is where the company is this is where this company is etc so yeah definitely this is the other side of that coin and where zach brings in is like uh and thank you zach for joining the show appreciate it uh, again the actual viewership is basically relevant wwe had to bring in cena and cody because nxt can't beat aw on its own well zach first of all i don't know about that they have beat nxt last night or this week they did in viewership. Now it's not apples to apples because it's different. It's different. Um, it's different days, so you can't really compare because there's different. There's other things going on on different on the on the days, so it's it's hard to make that comparison. But they have beat them, just as an FYI. But I think Zach's point still stands. You know, WWE's bringing Cena and Cody. So even if they do win, you know, does that matter? Um, or has AW already won because WWE's felt that they had to do this in order yeah, to make no sure that they do? Zach's next point below, I want to get to after this too. So just put that up yeah. in that. Cause, Got it. Um, but I mean, it depends, right? It's more the strength of the company, right? Because WWE can kind of flex that muscle whenever they want to. 
to, right. to hype up certain shows and AEW does not have the ability to. So like, you know, if this is, if SmackDown went to Thursday night for some reason, they would not load up the show to be impact. Right. So it shows like where AEW is on their mind versus other companies. So that's like a pro from the AEW ledger, but from the WWE ledger that I disagree with Zach on this, it's just that because they can flex that muscle, it doesn't really matter what they call it. Um, they can still beat AEW whenever they want to with whatever branding they want to call it. So I think they still take the W there for that reason. Yeah, and that's that's exactly and that's and that's why they're doing it. I I yeah. I mean, I think it has everything to and look like they you know to be fair to WWE, they had they you know Becky Lynch who's a top five star in the whole company has been on NXT the last month you know yep. not competing with with AEW you know so it's not like this is like a total um pivot like i like beefing up NXT and growing those ratings has clearly been a goal prior to this um this is just you know uh <laughs> like icing on the cake as far as what they're what they're trying to do and yeah i mean i i think look i mean that i i, I think AEW is going to get get just get walloped you know in, in the in the in the in total viewership i i just i don't see how it couldn't you know with with that with that that talent on there um but that's not a knock on aw it's just like cody's gonna be on the show like john cena is gonna be on the show so it's like so of course they're gonna of course they're gonna lose like i i i think that they're fighting and they're gonna challenge them they put some some strong matches on i think you're right that you could put um even stronger matches on if you wanted to but um you know it's not bad for aw to be in this in this spot like you know i think if you're tony khan you're probably looking at it going all right yeah good good they're they're, they're watching us they're they're paying attention mm-hmm. to what we're they're paying attention to what we're doing. Yeah, they're going to beat us. But, you know, the fact that, you know, we're in the ballpark, I think that that's good at this point. Well, so I want your – and I'll get to the TBS group listing thing. But yes. I want your prediction because, like, mine right now would be – like, I don't think they're going to – I don't know what wallop is in your mind. But, like, my guess is probably NXT is going to be 850, Mark. And I think Dynamite's going to be, like, seven. 75 i think it's gonna be like that sort of night let's see here i want to see just because like you know the crossover like we've seen that with it with wwe in the past of maybe 700 for for AEW. that's that's a whole night's change that's a big deal um but you know we've seen that come over and like i think like what you got with becky on nxt is kind of like not the high watermark but like has nxt ever done over a million at least in the last couple of years. It's I just don't think they're going to break like a crazy million number because Cody's on there is what I'm trying to say. I know, you know, you take half of Raw and that would be a, the biggest number ever for NXT, but um, I don't know. So. so, okay. So to give you some perspective, this week mm-hmm. on NXT, they did 857,000. Mm-hmm. Becky was on the show. Mm-hmm. Dom was on the show. Def- mm-hmm. uh, wrestling for the tie, uh, the North American Championship, and it was NXT No Mercy, you know, fall yeah, all out, yeah. So, man, I don't know. When I hear that, if they I mean, do that, seems like a high. That seems like a high mark, though. Yeah, well, like, it is. like, yeah. So I think, like, you know, eight seventy five. That's the highest so in two said, years. Highest in two years. Yeah. So. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna all right. I'm gonna say. I bet they do 
like I'll say nine fifty. I think they're going to be okay. like nine fifty. I'll say yeah, not quite a million, but I'll say nine fifty. And I think NX and I think AEW is going to do like yeah. I think like what do they do this week? Eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred. Yeah. So I'll say like the... yeah, I'll say like seven fifty. I'll say it's like a two hundred thousand gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's more of like a wallet thing, I would say. It depends where they are in the demo too. I think that's very important. That's like yeah. Oh, this is oh, this the... is totally just viewership. This is I'm, yeah. yeah I think in the demo they'll be closer. Yeah. Yeah, like Dynamite will beat them in the demo, but they'll lose the total viewership. So then it's like, what really matters? And you know, I, I I've been glad to not have this conversation. Not this is not your fault, Zach, but I've been glad not to have this conversation week in and week out about ratings. So you know, yeah. to come back to it is kind of disappointing. Disappointing, but you know, it's like <laughs> I I don't miss that era of of talking Dynamite specifically. So. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, yeah, they don't want to talk about it now e- either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. nobody wants. They don't want to talk about ratings, but I, but yeah, I mean, I think two hundred. I mean, to me, two hundred thousand is a wall. Like that's yeah, a pretty good beating. So that's what I'll. That's what I'll say. I mean, I if Cody can't bring over a hundred thousand viewers, that, that you know, I mean, I think yeah. I think he will. But he's he's talking, right? He's not wrestling. Yes, or it gets into the main yes. event. He, he, I guess, if you're WWE mind. It would be, uh, you know, he comes and talks, and then he ends up in a six-way, right, man, bag main event or something to keep you Which through the whole show. They could always do, you know, and, and yeah. they, they they might even do that. I mean, like, who could he work? He can't work mellow. He can't like he could work like even if it's somebody like I guess I think you want to do somebody that like is, you know, um, more of or- a. You can work OTM if they're still called OTM, maybe. OTM, Jesus. No. I don't even want <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> OTM. No, like, I hold, hold on. I got a couple other things I got to get to. But the the I'm trying to think of, like, an NXT name that he could dust easily. Mm-hmm. But that's not, like, Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah. Because that, we've been there and done that. We don't need to see yeah. that. But, not, it, but uh, it's not going to be mellow. It's not going to be uh, breaker. Not, yeah, it's not going to be breaker. God he's already beaten Dom. You're not going to have him beat Trick. You're not going to have him beat. Yeah, now he's not beating Trick. He's not going to be Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, like maybe like a Creed brother. Maybe take on both Creed brothers. Yeah, they're baby faces the, though. Like, I know. Yeah. Oh, God, I mean, maybe like one good. of like the Gallus dudes, like one of the Gallus guys or something like that, yeah. or like or um, have a uh, have what's his name. Um, no, oh my god, no, I'm yeah, no, I'm dar. There you god go. Maybe, uh, what's his name? Oh my god, the guy, um, he's on SmackDown, does the show, he's got his oh. talk show. Oh, Grayson Waller, yeah, maybe Waller comes down and gets in his face, and they have like a match, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. Could, he could be, he could be Waller or something, so right, like, I think that's a possibility, but I, I say that I just, I don't know, like, look, Zach in the chat, you got your prediction here, uh, we'll take it. I think AEW gets 850, NXT gets 800. That would be, to me, that would be a stunning, like a truly stunning turn of events if that's how it goes. Like, just, just, just because I don't think it, I don't think NXT's losing viewership, you know, with Cody and Cena and Asuka and Becky on the show. Like I, just, mm-hmm. I don't see them going down. So. And, and I don't know that AEW goes up. It's they're moving nights. I mean, there's all sorts of things that are like against yeah. AEW here. Yeah. So if that happens, Zach, I think you know Tony Khan is going to. If you if if you're out there listening to this and you thought 
Tony Khan was obnoxious about the ratings before. If this happens, boy oh boy, like that's going to be a big night for yeah. for AEW for sure. And 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 you know, hey, more power to him if it if it uh, if it uh, if it happens. Okay, um, let's get into dynamite a little. Oh, anything else on this battle? Before just we... the just the listing thing Zach brought up. I don't know who you use. I use, I use Hulu Live as my live TV provider. Okay, uh, and they listed it as it was like season five, episode fifty, and it was like opening the hatch, which is an episode of Lost. Um, <laughs> was how Dynamite Jesus was was listed because I was I was gonna be I had to anyway it didn't matter, but I was not able to watch Dynamite live like I usually am, so I was going to tape it and I could not, I searched dynamite and could not find it on my thing. So I don't know what you use. Anyone uses Hulu. Like the first couple weeks of collision, I couldn't even search for collision. I had to find it on like the live guide to record. Hmm. That was the same thing with dynamite. So do I think that is a huge number? No. But if you had like a DVR set, that's going to hurt the seven day number because it didn't record. So right. just keep an eye out for that, that at least on mine, maybe Zach and I both have Hulu. I don't know. And if it didn't affect everybody's, provider but i just want to make sure that was brought up and i know sean was confused in the chat there um, for me i had um i have youtube tv and uh-huh. what was weird about it was i was like i, I i'm in my you know office now and i've yeah. got you know a setup that i like i got a couple screens i can watch mm-hmm. a couple things at different times but i there's a roku up here that controls mm-hmm. one of the tvs i could not get like like I could not get AW Dynamite to play late, but mm-hmm. in like it was, I, I started it late, about thirty minutes late. Would not play. It was like the show didn't exist once I like clicked on mm-hmm. it to play. By the time I like moved from up here to another TV, I was able, I was able to get it work, to get it to work. But it was, um, it, it for me, it was six to, it was like six to eight was the was the time mm-hmm. slot. Yeah. And so the reason it didn't work was because I was start yeah I was starting at like eight yeah you're on mountain time yeah, yeah you're on mountain time yeah it was all messed up so yeah so you know so, yeah. I don't think it's like a huge number but they could have done maybe eight seventy five instead of eight hundred if someone dealt with that like you did and they're like eh, I'll just wait for a recap show I'm not going to deal with this right now you know that yeah. stuff can happen with a small amount so you know take that but also moving is more of an issue than any sort of technical issue that came up as well so just keep everything in perspective yeah yeah for sure okay um yeah all right well let's put a we'll put a bow on our on the free show right there um thank cool. you to everybody who joined us um we are gonna head to the members uh show here and do that we're gonna talk um a little bit more in depth about aw dynamite we're gonna talk mjf we're gonna talk uh, a little bit of wwe fast lane as well so if you're interested if you like what you hear um please 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 give us a shot. It's four dollars on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Brass Ring Media. Um, you can get a special weekly podcast, members only podcast from Tyler and I. Specialty written content on our Substack uh, and access to the Brass Ring Media Discord world, which is an absolute blast. Um, give us a go. Now's the weekend to do it. We certainly would appreciate it. You can also, if you just keep want to just dabble in our free material, subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our free um, Substack. We still have content that goes up there um, as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Sean, Zach, Tracy, Brandon, everybody else who joined us live. Appreciate you. And we will catch you guys live here next week. See you.